What's up, homegirls? Welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. We are your hosts, Ceci and Nisha. Benevolence is a ministry where we uplift and encourage through topics of conversation that are important in our Christian walk. We are going to get real. We will focus on topics that we're curious about and what many are afraid to talk about. We save the seat just for you. So sit back, relax, and let's get to it. You are tuning into episode eight, Hard But Necessary Truths. All right, what is up, Nisha? What is up, Ceci? I am so excited for today's episode. But first and foremost, how's your heart? How you doing? I am doing amazing. God has been so good. Um, and I'm just excited for summer. I know. We just, I just, well, Victoria and I just started summer break. We're just like, there's so much planned. I'm just so I excited. I am so excited. I'm going on a cruise. So super excited about that. Yay. When is, when is that cruise? That is in October. Nice. So it's far from now. It's far, it's far. But it's okay. Yeah. It's something to look mm-hmm. forward to. It is great when I'm going to Puerto Rico in a couple weeks. So, That's by so the time exciting. you listen to this episode, to our listeners, I'll be out. I'll be out there. <laughs> That's awesome. So, today we have a very, I think it's fun. I think, yeah, I think fun. it's a fun one. It's a fun one for sure. It's a fun one. So, we had a, um, we talked about in our last episode, we talked about unpopular opinions. Yeah. And um, we're going to kind of like, it's kind of going in that direction. Yeah. So we're like continuing, but not really. We're But not really, because it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little bit different. So the topic of this particular episode is called Hard But Necessary Truths. So basically what that means (laughs) is just things that are like, they're hard to swallow, they're hard to accept, but it's the truth. And and then, you know, it applies to everyone and it's kind of like way of life, I guess. Yeah, Um, so true. I'm excited. So let's just start because we have 20 of them and we got to get through them. I know. And I feel but, like um, these will relate to a lot of people for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're as you're listening to um, this episode, just think about like these are hard but necessary truth. These are things that we kind of don't want to hear, and we don't want to believe. But and we don't want to believe, truth. but it's truth. It's, <laughs> it's like it's true. So yes. you start with the first one because yes. the first one. Um, it's kind of like a continuation of what we talked about in unpopular opinion. And yeah. you, talk, you talked about this briefly and I wanted you to um, open up the floor with this first hard but necessary truth. So go ahead. Yeah. So the first one, the, uh, the first hard but necessary truth is you are not enough. Wow. You are not enough. And to be honest, that's... Um, like, I know that I'm not enough, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like, you know, this generation, they always try to um, believe that they are enough, which there's nothing wrong with believing that. Yeah. But I think we need to understand that, you know, we are we are nothing without God. And yep. the only reason we are enough and we are able to um, be enough is because of God, because he is enough. He is more than enough. So I think that Mm -hmm. is a necessary truth that we need to remind ourselves every day that although um, we um, are not enough, um, because, you know, although we're not enough, we have everything in Jesus um, because he is enough. So if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Yeah. Because like, honestly, it's in our culture. It's yeah. all about self-love and it's all yeah. about like, you know. And there's speaking. nothing wrong with that. There's, there's nothing, nothing wrong. wrong with that. But it's like, you are not enough. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as Christians, we aren't enough. You yeah. know, we, we lack. And we need to identify that the only one that can make us enough is Jesus. So I like that. So good job. Good job. All right. Let's see what we got. Number two. Everyone, <laughs> this is so bad. We gotta start okay. again. 
But I saw this one and I was just like, but it's so true. And like, we have to talk about it. Oh, no, so, no. Yeah, that one's good. But I think why I'm laughing is because she said, good job. Good job. Like if I'm a child. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I'm so sorry, Nish. <laughs> okay, take that out. No, it's good. I still got like the teacher in me. You know what I mean? I told, I told my kids, good job. Good job. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> my bad. Um, okay. All right. So number two, everyone you love is going to die. That is a hard but necessary yeah. truth. And it's like... It's true. It's you don't true. want to, like, talk, like, be, like, yeah. that dark in this episode, but it's true. Like, mm-hmm. you're you born, you live, you know what I mean? And then... And you're going to die. But technically, we're going to live. Technically. We're going to live. Gonna heaven. Life, heaven. Of course, of course. But that's something that, like, we have to come to terms with. That yeah. Everyone that we love at some point is going to go, you know, is going to pass yeah, away. And it's so and, hard to think about that. It's yeah. so hard. Like, I cannot. Like, I, don't I cannot. Know how I'm going to handle, like, if my mom or dad or brother, yep. like, passed Same. away. Like, oh, that's going to be, I don't even know how many hands. No, I don't even sure. want to imagine it. Hopefully, and, like, we believe in the rapture. So, hopefully, yes. that happens very soon in our lifetime. Yes. Yes. So in yes. Jesus' name. So go. In Jesus' name. Number three. All go. right. So number three, the perfect partner doesn't exist. Mm. I mean, okay. So like, I mean, Ceci, you're married. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, Anthony's amazing. I feel like you guys are the a great match. Like yeah. you guys are the best match ever. But since you've you've experienced you know dating and and you're in you're married like how do you feel about that one like so does the perfect partner exist no the perfect the perfect partner does not exist because anthony as great as he is is an amazing man as he is he he Mm -hmm. fills in and he you know, everything that I don't have, he has. We are like yeah. super compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not perfect. Yeah. He is imperfect. And we are two imperfect people joining together in marriage. Exactly. Um, you know, um, so I feel like no, the perfect man yeah. just makes this. And you know, look, I will say growing up, I had a whole list. Yeah. I had yeah, a list yeah. I want. This from a guy, this from a guy, this from a guy, this from a guy, like even down to like the physical. I remember yeah. just writing everything down. No, but the thing is, I have a list too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I got a list. I, got I, had a, list. I, I do have a list, and I will be honest to tell you that yes, God sees that list and yeah. He takes it into account. And, um, you know, he, he, he knows what you need. So he provides you with what you need. Yeah. And I think that's important to understand is that we might think we need this, but God knows what we need. So like something can be in that list that we think we need, but God's like, "Uh uh-uh, you don't need that. You need this. I feel like he has a funny way of doing things. And then once we're in that relationship and we, you know, we get married um, mm-hmm. with that person that God has, you know, um, allowed to be a part of, uh, you know, our life, we realize that like, yeah, he is everything, you know, um, I need. Like he might not fill everything in that list, yes. but he is what I need, you know? So yeah. I think it's important to re- understand that, you know, um, God knows what we need. So I exactly. Really like that said that. And I will say like, I will say that Anthony does, has checked off all of the boxes that I had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did. Like, That's awesome. He's checked it out, but he's still imperfect. You know exactly. what I mean? Because yeah, no yeah. one's perfect. So, you know, the perfect partner doesn't exist, unfortunately. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's always going to be little things, little quirks and little exactly. you know, situations that, unfortunately, you know, it's yeah. not going to be perfect, you know? Yeah, um, but it's perfect. It's perfect for you. It's perfect it's, for you, for the person. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, the perfection, I'm sorry, but none of us are perfect. So no, we're two imperfect no. people joining together. So yeah, I agree. All right, go. All right. So the fourth one is looks matter. Wow. So, um, 
I feel like before, like, looks matter so much. Like, I always had to, like, dress, you know, nice, had to have my hair done, my makeup on. But I feel like as I grow older, I believe looks matter still, but I'm not so consumed with, like, the outer um, appearance as much yeah. as I was when I was younger. I feel like it kind of dies down when you grow grow older. You just want to be in sweatpants. You just want to be yeah. in no makeup. Mm-hmm. You just want to be chill. So I think looks matter in a sense when you're like in a job, like if you're going on a job um, um, interview, you need to dress presentable. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. What do you think? Like, do looks matter? I feel like they do, but like, I feel like if you don't want to, like, dress, like, super nice, like, that's okay, too. Like, I don't know. I remember when we were planning for this episode. Yeah. We put this down. I think what we, yes, I agree with everything you're saying, but I, I remember you saying something along the lines of, like, looks matter because throughout life, you have noticed that those that look better have, like, the better hand, have, like, the upper hand than those that, don't I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. I remember yeah, you saying yeah. that. Like those that are more attractive are tend to get more opportunities. And like we're not we're not talking anything with Christianity right now. We're just talking culture. You know, those that yeah. have the look get mm-hmm. the better opportunity. You I know agree. what I mean? So I uh, feel like when it comes to looks matter, it's more like yeah yes you have to go to the interview and be more presentable yes you have to like you know you have to present yourself and you have to look uh-huh. the part yeah but looks do matter I agree. those that look I agree, I agree. better and are more attractive exactly you're get right the upper mm-hmm. hands they get they more opportunities unfortunately the next one is you can't control a lot of things but you can control how you respond and that is like that's actually pretty perfect for me yeah because there have been a lot of things that have been out of my control like friendships and situations that have occurred and Mm -hmm. honestly and and I know that you know you Mm -hmm. can testify to this too oh yes for sure with like going through things and Although you can't control what's going on, you, you can try how respond. you respond. And mm-hmm. like, for example, I'm not going to get too into it, but like, you know, um, you know, people coming in and out of your life, you know, and, yeah. you know, no explanations or just, you know, one of those things that, you know, life takes its course and there are people that are only in your life for a season. But then there's like moments where there's no explanation and there's no... Yeah you know, direction and then you're kind yeah. of like left hanging and you don't know like mm-hmm. what the heck is going on, you know? And yeah. instead of just being mad about it and confronting the person or um being mad petty, you know, exactly sitting back and just allowing it to take its course, allowing God to deal with you as a person yes. instead of taking matters think- into your own hands, you know, yeah. it's just important. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know, what do you think? Because I yeah, know I, I, through, I agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think, um, like, I, like you said, we can't control what happens around us, but we can control how we say things. And I think I've learned in this season is to kill people with kindness. We have to kill people with kindness. Like, they might want us to soup in their level, like, if they're, like, the way they're saying things or whatever. But, you know, my job is I'm I'm not going to go into their level so I can be miserable. If I'm going to move on and kill them with kindness and just, you know, like, I'm not, I feel like I'm not bettering my life if I'm stooping to their level. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm bettering my life if I'm just um, choosing to um, kill them with kindness and just move on. Yeah. So I think that's like, I, I agree. Like, we can definitely control a response. Mm-hmm. Um but we might not be able to control our surroundings, but we control how we say things. So mm-hmm. I think for sure I agree with this truth. Yeah. And I feel like with this particular truth, like it's important to just go, to go to God in, in your hurt, in your pain. Exactly. And in the situation that mm-hmm. that's occurring, like, so if you're listening out there and you're going through a, a situation that's out of your control, 
just like instead of like falling into like a deep dark place or mm-hmm. you know maybe somebody did you wrong and and you know resulting to anger and and telling them off or doing something that you shouldn't be doing like exactly you can control how you respond and in that with god's help <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you can like make i agree the situation less uh more bearable i guess yeah bearable. and god and god um truly gives us the words to say in those situations if we allow him you know what i mean like and if like you said go if we go to god and ask him to help us in the situation he's going to give us the right words to say and the right response you know what i mean so yeah. i definitely definitely agree with that um all right so the sixth one is nobody has any idea what they are doing this is hilarious. i i truly believe this truth because I sometimes, if not, not even sometimes, a lot of the time, I do not know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I do not know what I'm doing. Um, but I guess what helps me is knowing that God does, you yeah. know, like God knows what he's doing in yeah. my life. I might not know um, what I'm supposed to do a lot of the times, but I know that when he's in control, um, everything just falls into place. So yeah. um, I definitely agree with this truth. I what like about you? the truth because I feel like social media has such a big impact in our in our daily life. And when yeah. we see like people post things and like post things about parenting or their spouse, Ooh, their travel. Yeah, so good. We're like, oh, they have it together. Like they got it going on and 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 then we're like, man, we don't even know. Like we see people graduating and like, you know, we're like, man, I don't I haven't graduated yet. I'm just putting out examples. Um, yeah. Like things like that. We look at other people's lives and we mm-hmm. we automatically think that they know exactly what they're doing. They have it all together and no one has any idea what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, no one. And like I I just say that to encourage, you know, that that no one's life is perfect. What what we see on on social media, what we see anywhere is just a snippet. It's just a a moment. It's just a picture of of that moment, but you don't have any idea what's going on behind the camera or you don't know what that person's dealing with. And they're just making it pretty for the gram or for, you know what I mean? Nobody nobody has any idea what they're doing. They need direction. They need Jesus. They need you know, they need mm-hmm. guidance in life. And, um, I just, I just feel like if you are in a dark place right now, and, or if you're in a season of uncertainty, um, and you feel like life is moving forward and everybody's just leaving you behind, like, honestly, yeah. those people that mm-hmm. are, those people that are, that you may think are going faster than you in a faster pace, like they don't know what they're doing. They're, exactly. they're in their own lane trying to figure it out. You know what yeah. I mean? And so just we're just yeah. seeing the highlights. Yeah, we're just seeing the highlights. No one has it all together. And I think that's just very important to remember that truth. Nobody has any idea what they're doing. And yeah, just go to God and he'll tell you what you need to do. <laughs> exactly. All right. The next one is you're not everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. And I and I I actually like <laughs> this one kind of like goes with me a lot. Yeah, I am such a people pleaser and all mm-hmm. my life I wanted Same. everyone to like me and mm-hmm. everyone to accept me. And it was always, you know, I had many different friendship groups and yeah. and wondered why things didn't work out in certain groups and, you know, many friendships a period. And mm-hmm. and I remember meeting so many people and it didn't work out like the friendship exactly. didn't work out the acquaintance just was an acquaintance and nothing got more serious than that and we just have to understand that we're not it's okay it's and okay. it's okay if you're not everybody's cup of tea yeah like like there's someone out there that um likes you and that is compatible um to be your friend you know what i mean like just because somebody doesn't like you or somebody you're just not their cup of tea doesn't mean like there's not someone else out there that that can handle the tea. (laughs) Exactly. I like that. um, (laughs) So I, I definitely agree with this and I'm okay with that. Like, 
I'm okay that I'm not someone's cup of tea. I think I wasn't okay with that previously. Like you said, like I definitely dealt with that and I was a people pleaser and I wanted everybody to like me, but I think I'm at a point that like, I'm okay with small circles. You know what I mean? I'm okay with small circles because those small circles, it's what's building me up. You know what I mean? Like if, if I had the opportunity to have even a bigger circle, like that's amazing too. But if like, I'm okay with a small circle because I know that the people that God has put in my life are for a reason. Um, and, um, yeah, so I, I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Go ahead, Nisha. All right. So the next one is you are going to fail. Ouch. That, that is a hard, but necessary truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I definitely, um, have failed mm-hmm. a couple of times, yeah. if not a lot of the time, a lot of times. But I feel like the important thing um, is to know that even if you have failed, that you can get back up and try again. Like there's there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, failing. I feel like it's a growing season when you like, let's say you fail, fail something like through that you grow. And, um, I think, um, it's okay that if you, you, you failed, you know what I mean? Like, um, I think growth happens and it's true. Like we're always going to fail, but like, Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's a matter of what you're going to do with that failure. Are you going to just let it consume you? Are you just going to let it, um, you know, like, like I said, consume you, or are you going to just, um, get up and let it build you? So, um, I definitely agree with that one. Yep. You said it. You said it all. Next. You can't make everyone happy. And if you try, you'll lose yourself. And I feel like that one goes out with like the other one that I mentioned with you're not everyone's cup of tea or the one prior to that is Mm -hmm. um, no, I can't find it. Oh, nobody. um, You can't control a lot of things, but you can control how you respond. Like all that goes together. Like you can't make everyone happy. You can't. Because as Christians, we know that this life, this world is not, Mm -hmm. it's not our, it's not our world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's God's earth and he created it, but we're not of this world. We're not, we're not part of this, you know, we are sons and daughters of the King and we can't make anyone happy. We, we can't even and that I feel like it goes a lot with you are not enough as well, because mm-hmm. we can't even make ourselves happy sometimes. You know what I mean? Like we can't make everyone happy. And if we try to seek approval in other people, if we try to make everyone happy yeah. and, and our parents happy and we're our boss is happy and our siblings happy and our friends happy and our spouse is happy, like if that's a constant goal, like we are definitely going to lose ourselves. You know what I mean? There has to be some sort of balance, you know, um, with one's happiness. And of course you want happiness for everyone, but it's not your responsibility to bring happiness to other people. And I feel like we have to understand that. Cause like I had a lot of codependency issues in the past Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I was just trying and trying and trying to make other people happy, to make my friendships happy, to make, mm. you know, and I was doing, putting in all this work into a friendship yes. that was just not thriving. It was just not going anywhere. And I was losing myself inside and then poof. Because you weren't getting it in return. So it's I, like, exactly. It wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. So it's like, you can't make everyone happy because you will mm-hmm. lose yourself. And I, and yes, I stick with I friendships because, oh, God knows all the yes. friendship drama that I've been through all my life. And Nisha can mm-hmm. testify. And I think I just want to make it so clear that that is why Nisha and I are still best friends, sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had like our own issues. Exactly. Many, many years ago, like more than 10 years ago. Yeah. And we were able to overcome that. And mm-hmm. we knew that you know our sisterhood our bond was more important anything mm-hmm. that was going on around us and exactly. we were part of we were part of the same friendship groups we were part of different friendship groups and yeah you know what it feels like to constantly want to 
um, get that approval and make everyone happy. But if you keep depending on people and you keep trying to make other people happy, whether you're your friends or your family members, you're going to lose, you're going to lose yourself. I agree. Something that so true. There's something that we just need to, we just need to come to mind. We got to come to terms with, you know? So I think that's so important. You can't make everyone happy. And if you try, you'll lose yourself. It's so good. Exactly. Love that. Um, the next one is, um, it's not easy to detach from people you've had close ties with, but sometimes it's necessary in order to restore your sanity. Mm-hmm. That is so good. It's so good. Um, I agree. Um, I definitely have dealt with that previously. Um, you know, to have to leave a friendship or sometimes you're left. Yeah. <laughs> like, like sometimes they leave you. It's not even yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Um, but and it and it's really hard. It's hard to deal with that. But I think I agree with this truth because I do agree with that it's necessary in order to restore your sanity. Because I think sometimes we um, allow people to kind of like mistreat you or allow them to kind of like use you um, in a friendship. And and we don't even realize it at the moment that they're using um, you. Um, And then when they finally leave like your life, you're like, wow, like, I know I needed that to happen. (laughs) I needed that to happen, you know? So, you know, so my sanity can be restored because little did I know, because I I dealt with this, it was kind of like, really like driving me crazy. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, like the other um, truth, trying to impress them or trying to, or just putting a lot of effort that it's not being reciprocated. So I definitely agree with this truth. To bounce what off you? what you're to bounce off what you're saying, like even with family members, I feel like if oh, yes. is completely yes, yes. either just hindering you and it's like burdening, you know, putting burdens on you and they mm-hmm. are not bringing positivity in your life. They're not uplifting you. And like, I know exactly. blood is thicker than water. I get it. But sometimes even family members, just they cannot, sometimes they're bad influences as well to our own Mm -hmm. mental health. And it's important to detach. And I won't say cut them off completely because they're family. Yeah, 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 of course. detach from them, you know, because sometimes Mm -hmm. they're so wrapped up in their own toxic, like toxicity. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, of their own situation, and they they give off this negativity that honestly, if mm-hmm. you can't take it, like you gotta go. And like I've been yeah. around people like that, mm-hmm. like not particularly family members, but I've been around like even coworkers, mad yeah. negative, and like they come to the room mad negative. I'm like, yo, like I was having a good day, and then you came, and then you're talking and complaining, yeah. and and like even family members, and sometimes even parents do that too. So it's important to like be aware of those signs and if they're not bringing you peace and they're not exactly um they're driving you insane you know detach from them you know exactly you know family members don't cut them off but be there you know you don't have to be around them all the time but as far as friendships i think it's okay to detach from them and i think sometimes god allows things to happen in the friendship to reveal like this is not like edifying you this is not like doing anything for you so you need to like detach and i definitely have experienced that like God definitely has revealed a few things um, so that I can detach. Because sometimes it's hard to do with our own strength, especially if you're so close to that person and Mm -hmm. so used to that person being around that um, he allows you to see that. So definitely, um, if you start seeing those signs, like ask God to help you so that you can detach from that situation because it's not it's not benefiting you uh, whatsoever. So, yeah. So good. It's been a, it's this this podcast or this episode has been a lot about friendship. I know. <laughs> we have a lot of experience, guys. <laughs> All right. The next one is someone will always have more. And this is something that we need to come to terms with. This is a hard yeah. but necessary truth. Someone will yeah. always have more. Someone yeah. will always have more money. Someone will always have more kids. And, and I, mm-hmm. I testify to that. You know, it's hard to see like people 
that have like more than one child and I'm like here trying and nothing's yeah. happening and you know it's like oh but I'm, I'm believing so if, if you're listening to this episode pray for us because we want to have another yeah. kid um but you know some will always have more and yeah we just I don't know I don't I don't know what else to say but we just it's because it's pretty simple um but it's sometimes we just have to come to terms with that you know yeah like someone will always have more someone will always be prettier someone will always have the better job someone will always have more money someone will always have the you know um the degrees you know but just know that if you have Jesus you have it all you have everything you you need you have everything that you need so you don't need to worry about that necessary truth because the one mm-hmm. who has it all mm-hmm. is Jesus. And if you amen. have it, you have everything. So Amen. Amen. All right. So the next one is we reap what we sow. Mm-hmm. We reap what we sow. I definitely believe in that um, truth. Um, I believe that if you're if you're kind to people, people are going to be kind to you. Yes. If you're um, rude to people and negative to people, it's going to, it's going to come right back to you. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely, definitely agree with that. That's good. That's, that's pretty self-explanatory. The next one is God's people are to obey their leaders. Now this one is kind of tricky and controversial because um, God's people Obviously, Christians, you know, who follow, you know, their pastors or whatever are to obey their leaders. Now, yes, we do have to obey our leaders. Yes, What's like the limits? The limitations there are obviously if like, you know, they're following their fault. The pastor falls into sin. The leader falls into sin or the leader is not showing leadership qualities. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. if the leader is not. And the leader, pastor, whatever, is not showing leadership qualities, then why should you continue, you know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah, be faithful when they're hurting you. Um, so it's important to have discernment, I would say. So I, like, I would say discernment for sure. I was just going to say that. Yeah, it's important to have discernment because um, when you have Jesus in your heart, you have like, you have gifts and you have, mm-hmm. there's certain gifts that, you know, God allows us to, to exercise throughout our life. And one of them is called discernment. And it's kind of like, like, it's kind of like our conscience, you know, it's like our gut feeling, you know, um, but we call uh-huh. it discernment. It's that feeling. Um, and it's more of a spiritual feeling. Yeah. So if, if we've never heard of that word and you're tuning in, you know, discernment is something, it's a gift from God that he gives us. And it's always important, like not only leaderships, but it's always important in general to always exercise that, that spirit of discernment, um, you know, I've had it, you know, somebody yeah. walks in the room and it's not it, you know, and I, yeah, and I'm and ready, I mm-hmm. you know, I feel like maybe their character or something that they said, you know what I mean? Just kind of like, mm, it, 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 it moves the spirit, you know, yeah. and it's important that yes, we are to obey our pastors and leaders, but yeah. obviously you need to ask the Holy Spirit to, to bring those negative or positive things, you know, to confirm that within your spirit. Exactly. Um, so if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal those things to you. Um, and like sometimes like taking a break, taking a sabbatical, mm-hmm. taking time off and really tapping into God's presence will allow the Holy Spirit to to kind of reveal himself to you in a mm-hmm, sense mm-hmm. so that you can kind of, I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, I, you're making sense for okay. sure. You know, if sometimes you just need to fast or you need to do something so that the Holy Spirit can reveal to you, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. Whether it's good or bad or whatever situation you may be in. So, yeah. Yeah. For Anything sure. Else? That's Are so you, good. You're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I could add to that. Um, yeah, like I've definitely been in situations where, um, you know, it it was hard to. Um, how do I say this? Um, so I think it's really really important to honor your leaders. Like I don't think there's if 
if ands or buts like yeah. I think it's important and we have to understand that people fail and like we're nobody's perfect yeah um so like you know if we if someone does you know fall short like you know we believe that God can restore them obviously there's certain situations um or things that can happen that it's kind of really it's going to be a lot harder to um honor them you know yeah but we should honor them I, I agree with Ceci we need to um ask God you know for direction but I definitely dealt with situations where I um I you know I was hurt a few times um you know in church but and I stood faithful even through that you know what I mean like it was yeah. hard to it was hard to um stay faithful through that but I think until God tells you otherwise um, we have to continue to honor, um, yeah. our, you know, who, who our leadership. Um, and once he tells you, like you discern that and he reveals that to you, then it's okay to, to, to transition out and, you know, do whatever else God has called you to do. So, um, I definitely, um, believe that we need to, um, honor our leaders, but, you know, like I said, um, like Sessie said, mm-hmm. you know, when you feel like it's time and you feel like God's taking you somewhere else, go for it. Yep. So good. Go ahead, All right. The next one is sometimes your oh, another friend's one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your friends don't consider themselves as close to you as you to them, as you do to them. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's true. Um. It's it's true. Yeah, cause like. I've, there was a TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> There's a TikTok out there that um, it's like, oh, um, I was feeling like I was overdoing it. I, I feel like I was overdoing it in my friendship, so I stopped texting her. And then it says we haven't spoken in over a year. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that. Yeah, it's TikTok was a girl, and she's like, she's not saying it, but it's like in the yeah. words in the screen. And then she was like, I feel like I was overdoing it in the relate in the friendship. So I stopped texting her. And then mm. the the song will keep going. And then and then the next two years, right, two like, year, a year passed. A year. Yeah. yeah. I haven't spoken to her in like over a year. And it's true. It's true. It's Sometimes true. Sometimes we give so much into these friendships and it's not reciprocal. <laughs> I think we said this like hundred times my god we said this a hundred times because we've been there and it's like yeah yeah sometimes I do feel I have to stop texting you know just to see because I'm like sometimes I feel like I'm overdoing it and there was a moment in time like I will say and like I don't care if if our girls are are listening because but there was like a couple years ago I think prior to the pandemic there was like a a moment because we have like this four group we have a four four woman group that we have a sisterhood and like there was like I think it was prior to the pandemic I kind of just felt like I was just like reaching out reaching out reaching out reaching mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. reaching out and I wasn't getting anything back and it's like not mm-hmm. that I wasn't getting anything I was getting something but it was like I feel like I was the only always the one like um and- Mm-hmm. like uh starting conversations or doing the reach outs or doing yeah. like the meetups and I was like oh I'm and I think it's a, I think it's important though to like talk about it like if yeah. you're a friend like if you're reaching out to someone talk about it tell them how you feel and if they you know you know start giving more to the friendship then okay then like you grew from that but yeah. if you talk about it and they still don't give anything to the it's friendship then it's like it. It's like Not time to cut it. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely right, agree. Cool. Next one. No matter how wrong someone is or how painfully obvious a solution to one of their problems is to you, sometimes they have to figure it out on their own and there's nothing that you can do to change that. Ooh, this is deep. Okay, no so if you're out there and you need this, here it is. So I'm going to read it one more time. Yeah, read it one more time. Matter, No matter how wrong someone is or how painfully obvious a solution to one of their problems is to you, sometimes they have to figure it out on their own. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do to change that. Oof, it's true. Like, thankfully, I have never personally, and maybe if I have, I don't remember a time where um, there was some sort of wrongdoing or some pain 
um, something that was very obvious to a, a particular person. I'm trying to like help them out with something. I don't recall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I've seen a couple movies on like some drug use um, and some and parents trying to like get their kid out of drugs. And honestly, it, there's actually a new movie and I'm, I need y'all to watch this because it's so sad. Um, it's with Julia Roberts. It's on Netflix. And I think it's like Bob is here. It's not Bob. It's like Brian's home or something like that. I just yeah, made yeah, a, I think I, I saw that. It. But it's actually a very, very, very good movie about um, about um, drug use and overdose and all of that. And I don't want to spoil it, but it's like when you have a person that's that's habitually like oh, like in some sort of situation, maybe a bad or toxic relationship, maybe even a domestic violent relationship, maybe um, in drugs or alcohol, like, unfortunately, there's only so much the other person can do to help that person. At some point, they need to figure it out on their own. And you can give them all the resources and you can do all of this, but they have to make the decision to either want to change or solve the solution, solve the problem, or you know what I mean? Exactly. Right. So, yeah. And this leads actually to the next um, necessary truth is you can't help anyone that isn't helping themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we true. Like much, We don't even have to elaborate on that. Like, at all. That's a hard but necessary truth. You can't help anyone that isn't helping themselves. You can't. Exactly. You can't. You can try, but it's really not going to do much if they're not wanting to help themselves. You're going to lose your, you're going to lose yourself. You're going to lose your So the only thing that we can do is to pray and allow Jesus to take in and to step into those situations. and and Exactly. So. Go ahead. Next one. All right. So the next one is your parents are not perfect. And you can't change them. This is good. And, and this is I, good. I know this is yours. I know this is yours. But I do want to bounce off because I, my first, first, first therapy session was mm-hmm. my first ever. The first thing this man told me was that my parents are flawed. And it sounds mm. so hurtful. I yeah. Was, Wait, what do you mean? My parents are are, are, are beautiful. They're perfect. They're, they, they, they gave me, you know, they gave me food, shelter, you know what I mean? Like they provided for me. They, they raised me. I had a great life. I had a great childhood. I had a great upbringing, but he, he literally said, your parents are flawed and they did not necessary tools to, they didn't, they didn't equip you with all of the tools that you need to survive in this life. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I was like hurt. I was like, dang, yeah. like you about my parents, bro. Yeah, I know. But we have to come to terms with that. Like our parents are not perfect. Just like the first one that we talked about. Everyone, yeah. everyone is not perfect. Every Everyone is imperfect, you know? Yeah. So what do you have to say about that? Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, parents are not perfect and they're going to um, fail sometimes um, at certain things they do. But um, I don't know, like, that's like, I just see my parents as like the mm-hmm. best people in the world. I like, know. it's so hard to, to, to say that. Like, I know it's true, but I don't know. Like, I just look at them and I just, no matter what they do, it's just like, I see them as mm-hmm. like perfect. So it's a truth for sure. Um, and I feel like, it's a hard yeah like yeah and it's a hard I know it's hard for you it's a hard it's a hard truth it's some it's a hard pill to swallow yeah but you know no one's perfect no one yeah and I know that there are other parents that you know Mm -hmm. that people have experienced that unfortunately unfortunately yeah yeah Yeah. and I and typically it even says like your mother and father will fail you exactly never fail you you know god will never mm-hmm. so that's that's good that's good all right next one we're almost done you are not guaranteed a job in the field of study that you have a degree in wow we wow. definitely we definitely know like people that i know have so, so many many people. people 
And that, like, yeah, um, it's true. It's true. Yeah. This is a this is a truth for sure. This is a this is a truth. You will you will spend your four years, your six years, your ten years studying something, and at the end of the day, you will look back and it will be like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's okay. It's so okay. How has yeah. teaching has I know you've been teaching for a while, but has it ever like have you ever come to a point they're like, Man, I don't want to do this anymore? Like that's every day. I don't want to teach every day. Cause I know, I know, I know, I know. But I will say, um, I do have to say though, I do love my job. I love that we have our summers off. I have, you know, holidays. I get to be with my daughter. I love the feeling of school. Like it's fun. Yeah. The kids, the kids make it miserable, but yeah. I like it. I like my job. So I'm happy. All right. We're almost done. Go niche. Okay. So the next one is you won't get the apology you've been waiting for. <laughs> Did if you hear that, people? If that's not the truth. Oh my God. That is the truth. You will not get the apology you that you've been waiting for. I'm still waiting for quite a few apologies. <laughs> That is so true. I don't even I, know how to elaborate that. Like, I think yeah, it's just terms. Mm-hmm. It's and we just, just will not. Like, we won't. We won't. Yeah. We won't. Yeah. It's true. I don't even know what else to say. I think there's just certain people that just cannot do that. Like, like that cannot apologize. Um, I feel like I'm pretty good at, like, if I'm wrong, like, yeah, I definitely, too. I definitely will apologize. Um, you know, even if I'm not wrong, I'll just say it anyways. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just that type of person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I don't like, um, conflict, you know, like, I don't like yeah, it's just like, let's just move on. Okay. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's certain people that just can't, it's just, they just can't do that. I will say that if those particular people were to ever come up to me to try to even apologize I honestly wouldn't know what to say back to them Mm -hmm. I would probably just stop them and be like it's okay (laughs) (laughs) it's been too long it's it's so funny truth if you're if you're hurting i just want to encourage you out there if you're hurting and i don't know and any person has hurt you um and they have not apologized unfortunately you know they may never apologize and that's like the first thing you're gonna have to like come to terms with and but yo you know what's so important though like that even though they don't apologize you forgave them Yes. Because it's important to forgive. That's the only yes. way you can move on. And they might not apologize, like, but at least you forgave them. And it doesn't yes. it doesn't ruin your sanity. Yes. Because, and what I want to say yeah. is like run to Jesus. Because unforgiveness is so it spoils you. When you don't forgive, mm-hmm. you have that it it kind of like it ruins your heart. It, yes. It, it puts a layer of darkness over your heart when you don't have unforgiveness. And it's so exactly. important to forgive, even when you don't want to and you want to keep fighting. And so I would just say, if you're dealing with unforgiveness, like honestly, run to Jesus because he forgave us and all the BS that we've done and all the bad mm-hmm. things that we've done over and over again, and he still forgives us. So if he forgives us every time with grace and mercy, we need to do the same. And, and exactly. it's really hurting from like something terrible. Um, I would say go to Jesus and, and maybe find the help that you need, go to therapy or something and talk it out. Exactly. We, you may never get that apology. So, mm-hmm. all right. Last and final final hard but what is it suffering is a normal part of life and it is it is i've I've suffered all my life in one way shape or form exactly and the greatest thing is knowing that 
through all of that suffering, God was always by my side. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was in that moment. Because every single suffering season that I went through, I look back now and I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. But in the moment, I was consumed with so much suffering and pain. Yeah. But God was like holding me, like holding me the whole time. Mm -hmm. So suffering, unfortunately, is inevitable. Especially in your Christian walk with God, because as you know, if there's good, there's also bad. If there's Mm -hmm. God, there's also the enemy. And he is going to do whatever to weaken your faith and to bring you down and, you know, make you suffer more than you should be. But just know that with Jesus, you can do all things. He will never leave you. And you can get through it. Or forsake you and just run to him and daily renew your mind so that God can help you get through your day. Amen. That was it. This was really cool. Yeah. It it. was awesome. I loved it. I think these truths were a wake-up call because sometimes, like, we don't want to believe them. (laughs) But definitely, it was good to hear. All right. Well, if you were listening, we want to thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Benevolence Podcast. We hope that these hard but necessary truths uplift you. They bless your life. Sometimes they gave you, hopefully it gave you a little wake up call um, so that you can make the necessary steps to strengthen your faith in Jesus, um, strengthen your walk with God and push you forward. Um, we love you so, so, so much. Love you all. We have two more episodes left of Benevolence. That's two more. So excited for what's to come. So just continue to support us and continue to subscribe, continue to download and spread the word um, so that everybody can tune in and be blessed. So we love you and we'll see you on our next episode. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. So as we finalize this episode of Benevolence, We just want to remind you that you will always have a seat at the table. You are loved, you are chosen, and you have a purpose. Yes, so thank you all for tuning into Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Benevolence Podcast for more fun posts and videos. Benevolence Podcast is available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye. Bye.